Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking Games. I am Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hello. And on the line with Kelsey Lavati. Hello. No Hugh this week or next week because he's a, he's a dirty, dirty Welshman. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to stay up for us. Can't just live in the Eastern time zone like no. a normal person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, Hugh, if people don't know, I mean, you probably can tell for his accent, but he doesn't live in America. And he has a very big time difference. I think it's like five, close to five hours in time difference. And uh, we're supposed to start recording at 630 Eastern time, usually when we start. Uh, but I ended up wor- having to work. Uh, I got I had to work at 6 a.m. And then I was supposed to get off at 4 p.m. And I didn't get off until almost 6.30. So I didn't couldn't get the Justins until just about five minutes ago, which is about it's about 7.30 now. So A little bit late for Hugh. A little bit late for Hugh. So uh, he, he's going to take a sabbatical. But he will be um, uh, on this weekend. We're going to be doing some extra live streams. And, and it's a couple people around the sort of network are going to be doing things. Uh, but uh, I know that myself, uh, I'm going to be kicking off uh, at 9 a.m., um, Eastern time. And then Justin's going to join me. He's going to at around 11 a.m. A- we're going to play some Hitman. Yes. Um, and we're going to play some Overcooked. Yes. I've been wanting to play that. Me too. You, you suggested that the other day and that is a perfect idea. We were like searching for other games to play and that's a great one. Um, and we're also going to attempt to do a Destiny Raid uh, later that evening. Later that evening. Uh, we got a little party going on for that and we still, I think we still have, we have one listener who we put a call on Twitter and a listener said they'd like to join us. If anybody else would like to join us, you know, let us know at talking underscore games. Uh, and we'll, we'll see who we can get into the, into the fire team for that one. Um, I think I'm going to kick off with, uh, some overwatch in the morning because, uh, my friend, Brian Verderosa talking movies, Brian Verderosa and adventure, Brian Verderosa, uh, wants to do some stuff, but he can only do it for a couple hours in the morning. He has to go to like a party or something. So we're going to play a little bit of that in, in the morning and then, uh, I think I'm gonna play some uh, retro games and some horror stuff with my wife in the in the late hours. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna go 24, but I'm gonna try to do 20. So there you go. It's a good goal. It's a good goal, right? Um, so please y- donate. Yeah, please. Uh, there's links up on 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 all the talking like uh, comics family Twitters, basically. Um, you know, support us for the extra life. All all, all proceeds go go directly to the Children's Miracle Network. Uh, there, it's a it's an amazing organization that helps to fund um, children's hospitals, and so by donating even a dollar, you're helping sick kids. And there's not a lot of better things you can possibly do than that. So please, if if you can, give anything you can. Um, we have a team, so you can give it to me if you want. But there's also he was also on the team, and got a couple other people there as well. So um, if if you'd like to donate to whoever, go ahead. We have a pretty lofty goal. If we don't hit it, we don't hit it. But aiming for a a high mark for for us so uh, and if you don't if you can't give this week or you can't give this weekend you can basically you can give whenever you want but like this cycle of donations ends at the end of the year so you have up until the end of the year december 31st to give and it counts towards uh the budget they have this year for for their donations so please give and and tune in and, and watch the streams i'm sure that uh, we'll be tweeting out a bunch of it um, there. Uh, there'll be some of the talking game stuff and some on our personal uh, Twitches and YouTubes, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, please tune into that and, and, and check it out um, and give whatever you can. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of games to, to talk about. Um, a lot. So it's, it's a big game season and there's like a couple games that came out this week and, and late last week that I don't think we're even going to get a chance to talk about. Like Dishonored 2, I, I probably put like 45 minutes into it. 
I have it installed on my system and haven't touched it yet. <laughs> uh, so we're not going to be able to talk about that. I know that, Justin, you you bought Watch Dogs 2, but it's still in the wrapper. Still in the wrapper. My Lou got that yesterday, though, so <laughs> I, I can't be too upset. So we're probably those are going to probably be next recording uh, games that we're that we're going to talk about more, more in depth, because I know we both want to jump into both of those games. Um, but let's talk about what we have played um, so far, and there's a lot of big stuff to, to talk about. Uh, Kelsey, I think that you are going to be the only one who fulfilled this promise that we all made last time, which was to play <laughs> all three episodes of Batman. The Hugh, did, Hugh did, but uh, yeah, Hugh Dirty did. Welshman. Dirty Welshman's not here. So, Kelsey, you're going to have to carry the, the, the Batman baton. Um, how do you feel about the first three episodes of Batman? Um, I have mixed feelings. Uh, I always liked tell, Telltale Games, so I still enjoy that format. I love the episode format. It just makes me feel like I'm getting through the game so much faster. Um, the thing is, is that the fighting in each episode is a bit strange to me. Um, I don't know if like you guys noticed it, but it always tells you what to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind that so much. It's just like there's some parts where you could not even touch the controller and it'll do it for you. So like there were some scenes where I didn't press like up or I didn't press square and it acted like as if I did. And then when the end of episode one, when you're in um, Carmen Falcone's uh, lair, I guess, there's a scene where you have to do something. So I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't try to do it like quick enough, but then I died and I was like, what the hell? So I had to re- <laughs> redo it. But I, I was just, it's inconsistent. I find like I try going as fast as possible and then sometimes it has consequences and sometimes it doesn't. I think I remember that from playing that first episode. Yeah. There's a yeah. thing with about the game, which they don't, they don't surface it, which is, which I think is an issue. And exactly. You said Kelsey, the problem is that it's not always like this, but for most of the combat situations, um, what they're what they're doing is you're always gonna hit them whatever you're gonna hit because there's not a fail state in those situations. It's mm-hmm. just that if you don't hit everything, you don't get like that like super Batman move that he does at the end. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah. and you're like building up a meter. So basically, if you miss, you don't miss the action, but you don't um you, get to but, see like a cool takedown. Yeah, or something. exactly. At the yeah, end, yeah, I know yeah. which move you're talking about. Yeah, so the the, yeah. the very be like the first sequence, the same thing, and I felt the same thing. I felt like I would miss it, and he wouldn't miss it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's, like, it's almost like you're building a combo, and and the only penalty for missing is that you don't build up the whole combo. Kelsey, which mm-hmm. Telltale games have you played that you've enjoyed? Yeah, I watched uh, my friends play Walking Dead. Mm. And Borderlands. Is Borderlands 10? Yep. 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 Okay. Fables, Game of Thrones, yeah. Minecraft. Oh, oh, The Wolf Among Us. The Wolf mm-hmm. Among Us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Wolf Among Us is really good. Yes. Yes, I played that one. So okay. what, do you, what do you think of the story? I mean, aside from the combat, which is won- always wonky in those games to yeah. begin with. What, what, like the, the, the main reason you come to a Telltale game is the story. So yeah. how, how are you enjoying the story? Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> that good huh I'm actually <laughs> it's because i actually really enjoy it but i feel weird saying that i do is it, is it because it doesn't 
Is it because it's deviating a lot from yeah. canon, right? That's, yeah. Can we, can I had we heard, I, no, we, I, no, I, I don't, don't spoil it. Because also, oh, no, I, I don't know what happens. Yeah, so I don't, don't want to get spoiled either. <laughs> but, but I think that what you're going through is common among like fans of the character in comic book form. Because I think that it, it, even in the first episode, it's deviating from canon pr- pretty wildly. Mm-hmm. And without getting specifics, I know that there are moments in episodes two and three, which I don't know what they are specifically, that deviate even farther, yeah, right? Yeah, I know that as well. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> so, do you enjoy the moments as story moments, but you just have a problem as a Batman fan? I love, because I love the story. I'm very invested. So, like, the end of episode one, when they did that reveal... I screamed. I was like, what? <laughs> I was so shocked because I was so invested. And I I really, I enjoy um, getting interested in another Batman story. I just enjoy Bruce Wayne as a character. And I've always liked Bruce Wayne. I find he's extremely complex and that's, and like morally gray sometimes. And that's what I really enjoy in characters in any format, literature and all that. Um, it's really the combat that bothers me sometimes. And like most Telltale games, and I guess life is strange, like when you have to pick the um, the dialogue, I hate when they say like, they're like, Selena will remember that. I'm like, no, <laughs> Selena. <laughs> I, that bothered me in like the first few I played, like in the Telltale games, I was like, oh no, I, I, I'm going to make another, I, I would rewind or mm-hmm. like restart the checkpoint and like make yeah. a, a different choice. <laughs> but like somewhere along the way in like The Wolf Among Us, I was like, forget it. Like, yeah. I'm just going to go with this and just, like, role play and whatever it is, it is. Yeah. Because like, there was, scares me. There was a decision in the first one that I, I, I like, I felt that, pa- like, immediate pang. And it was like, I shook Falcone's hand because I, you know, I didn't want anything to happen. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I shook his hand and it was like, oh, my, everyone's, everyone's going to remember that. You guys are cowards. <laughs> I don't, I didn't want people to think badly about Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we got into a closed room, I told him what I thought of him. Mm-hmm. But for public appearances, yeah, I didn't want to create a scene. So I was like, okay, I'm going to shake your hand. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, Bruce would do that. Yeah, they make it so scary. That, like the whole, everyone in the room stares at you. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> Kelsey, have you ever played any of the Arkham games? Uh, I played the one that came out last year. Arkham Knight? The, mm. Yes. Did you like it? Yes, a lot. <laughs> it's a good game. It's a very good game. So, so you're enjoying it, uh, but you have reservations about the combat and also some reservations as a Batman fan, even though you're enjoying what they're actually doing story-wise. Yeah, I think it makes Bruce Wayne more interesting. Like, I just, what every, because you guys, ugh, I f- you guys don't know what I'm talking about. But, like, things happen, and it makes it, it like, so much more interesting. And the way that you're responding to dialogue and acting as Bruce affects both. Of, it's just, I just enjoy that it's different. Hmm. Even wanna... though it like sort of ruins like something nice about Bruce. <laughs> I don't know how to say No, you're, so, you're doing a great job. You're doing, you're doing a great job. If you played it, you know what I'm talking well, about. I'm going to definitely play. I, you know, it, They say that I, all the episodes should be up before the end of the year. That's what they said, yeah. So I'm going to be playing it for the end of the year, especially for, you know, Game of the Year yeah. talks. It, it's Telltale's funny because they, they said it's going to be out by the end of the year. And they've gotten a lot better with their release schedules. Because if you remember back in like the original like Walking it Dead was days. three months. Yeah. It was like what Life is Strange was like. I mean, you played it all together in one chunk, Justin. But Life is Strange was coming out. It, they, they, it would be like three, something, three months between yeah. episodes. Uh, but 
I mean, Walking Dead season three is supposed to hit in November. So, and there's only like two Tuesdays left in November. Um, oh, geez. So I, I'm going to assume that it's just going to, just one Monday, they're going to be like, oh, here's a trailer. It's out tomorrow. Like, that's what I'm going to assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like those type of games you could do that for. Yeah, yeah. And, they, 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 and I feel like they've done that before. Yes, for sure they have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely they have. Um, I'm looking forward to that because I was a fan of season two. I know I didn't like season two as much as season one, but I still thought season two was a pretty great kind of character driven piece of entertainment. So I'm still excited to see what happens at season three. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to play it. Batman has been one of the things that I, it's not as prevalent as some other things that get spoiled on the internet very quickly, but I definitely had to avoid a lot of stories yeah. the last when episode three came out because there was me too. Yeah. like it's so worth it. <laughs> there was a lot of think pieces about whatever happened in, in episode three and, and <gasps> I, had, I had to avoid those. Um, I mean, right now I'm three episodes behind on Westworld. Oh, how I, have you stayed alive? How have I, you lived? I feel like I'm walking some sort of tightrope both in literally and existentially. So I was doing that game with Westworld mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what? Like it's so rare that Angie and I sit and we watch a TV show mm. weekly. We haven't done that in six or seven years. Right. So we're doing this with Westworld because I made the mistake of watching the first episode. <laughs> and uh, we actually skipped one week and went up to two weeks. And then this last episode that aired was a big one. And I was like, thank God that I watched this before going like, you know, didn't, didn't wait because the Internet was just full of like, they're not going to say it in the title, but they're like, they're pretty much throwing it out there yeah, what goes yeah, yeah. on and it's like yeah. you people are awful whenever i see a picture of ed harris i'm just i just like fling my twitter app like down like 18 yeah. tweets so i don't see what it, what it's talking about but uh it was because i went to my friend brian's wedding and that was on a sunday and i missed that episode and then i just the next week was crazy and then i was the next sunday i just i was like okay i'm gonna watch both of them and then i started the first one and kind of like it was really late and i fell asleep and and then the sunny just passed obviously a couple days ago and so i'm but i gotta i gotta get back on the train you gotta get on i know that train quick i know i know i know but this is not a Westworld podcast that's for that's for another day um we could have one of those though yes absolutely uh, <laughs> uh i want to ask because this is actually kelsey i i love that you put this in we do have a shared google doc where we put games we're we're, we're playing and, and what we want to talk about and stuff and kelsey had said that she was thinking about getting call of duty um but had sort of um resisted and she wanted to know justin she wants to hear right from justin what you thought of the game yeah can i just explain why yeah absolutely yes totally the reason i hate first person shooters is because uh i was it was like i was 16 so Oh my god, I'm bad at math. It was like yesterday, seven right? Seven years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so uh, the I was at my friend's house and he decided that we were all gonna play Call of Duty. I don't, I can't even tell you which one it was. And it was my first because ex- I was always into platformers, so it was really my first experience, sort of with like having a gun and like being able to look around 360. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> I remember just like my gun was pointed at the sky and I was walking in a circle 
and my friends would just surround me and like kill me <laughs> and it <laughs> and it scarred me for life and i never played another one again your story is the story of everybody when they first get their hands on a first person oh, yeah, shooter for sure. jackie was the same way <laughs> yeah yeah um it took Jackie lots of hours in Destiny to get going. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's I've been playing them for a long time now, but I avoided first-person shooters in sort of their early days for a long time just for that same reason. I just, you know, that transition from 2D to 3D because I was playing through that transition was yeah. was really tough uh, for me at first, and it took a long time for me to kind of get into that saddle and just I kind of just forced myself. To, to play them and and I I think that playing them with people the way you're that experience you had is the worst is, way it's the worst way because because worst way possible people are savage because they're not they're not gonna help you they're just gonna be like oh you, they were picking on you. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and, <laughs> and the like the first time I've played a first person shooter since then not counting the Last of Us like I don't really count that one mm-hmm. um is Overwatch and I really really like it. And then I saw the commercial for Call of Duty and Jon Snow is in it. And I had an emotional breakdown and I was like, I need it. All right. Well, let me let me start telling you about some Call of Duty. First of all, Jon Snow's terrible. Is he a bad he's the, character? He's the, he's the main antagonist of the, okay, the but, game. But he, okay, but do we hate him because he's the villain or he's just an overall bad character? He's just, you know, he's the bad guy, but like his portrayal of this bad guy is just kind of oh, terrible no. it's not it's not great I, I don't think he was given a lot to work with um to be fair justin is not besmirching john snow i happen to like john snow a lot <laughs> yeah, just kit harrington kit harrington in call of duty <laughs> there's even a trophy like he's so pure he can't be evil there's a trophy in the game that you could get um spoilers you get the bad guy mm-hmm, of course um and when you get him it, there's a certain way that you can go about doing it and uh it's called like you know nothing oh really that's <gasps> a good one that's a good one. Oh, yeah. that's so fun <laughs> um so yeah i picked up call of duty it was one of my like target mm-hmm. you know buy two get one free games and yep. i was like yeah i, I play you listen to this podcast you know i play every call of duty that comes out i really don't play the multiplayer that much um but i always play through the campaigns mm-hmm. and the uh reviews around this game have said that multiplayer is just like a, a copy of black Op, uh, black ops 3 which i wasn't thrilled about um but the campaign is actually worth paying attention to and they were totally right campaign is really like, I, I found the campaign to be the best call of duty campaign i've ever played um really but, yeah oh wow okay to me it was one of my favorite first person shooter campaigns interesting i'm like admittedly it doesn't take a lot to get me excited when you say the word space yeah yeah i yeah, i enjoy futuristic <laughs> concepts mm-hmm. i enjoy the idea of you know, like much like in like a, a book or TV show, The Expanse, it's like you were at the point where humanity has been able to colonize the solar system, mm-hmm. and we could like travel to Neptune. And so, what's really great about it is, you know, you're you're this you're this guy. Um, so the main i the main Reyes, idea, right? yeah, Reyes. <laughs> yeah. The main idea is that somewhere in the future, we go and we colonize Mars, and we set up a, a settlement there, and the people there create their own force, and then decide, uh, you know, a, a fractured group of them decide like. We just want to destroy everyone on Earth. So, like, Mars is the hub of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, Earth and Mars have been taking shots at each other, but not escalated into a full-blown war. Right. This game is the war. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you watch how that happens. Um, it's, like, it's, like, it's got interesting stuff. Like, you're in the Navy, mm-hmm. um, and there's Marines. You're, in, like, your guy is, you know, in the Navy. And yeah. so, there are... 
destroyers or ships and like for some reason carriers mm-hmm. and but they're in space yeah so it's like it's almost like navy battles happening in space mm-hmm. and so you know your your tasks um very quickly you become captain of your own ship um and then you are tasked with taking down the bad guys and what's neat is there are you know story missions that you go on and those open up periodically but there are also side missions that you can do now mm-hmm. and so like they'll be like hey there's these people out on the moon of saturn europa like go there and do things or you have to go infiltrate this ship stealthily and go get something um or you just have a ton of like space dogfighting battles and all that stuff is really fun um there's this one, I hear they're quick too the side quick, missions are the side quick. missions are very quick yeah. especially the, the dogfighting ones are mm-hmm. super quick like yeah. i'm talking about like 15 minutes at most but that's cool because the the i mean i'm only about two hours into the game or so but like the story missions are pretty long. They're like 45 minutes yeah, they're, long. They're hefty. Yeah. So if you if you want to just jump in and play for 15 or 20 minutes, if you only have that amount of time, it's cool that they give you an option without having to do multiplayer to yeah. be able to do that. And so the start, all the missions will give you bonuses and you know equipping more things for your guns or unlocking different guns and so on and so forth. Um, there's this really great mission where you're on an asteroid, like you're like. There's a um, a facility on an asteroid, and there's a distress signal, but the asteroid's being hurtled into the sun. Mm. Uh, so That's Mars cool. had like start pushing you to the sun, so you land on the asteroid, and you're like right in front of the sun. If you play Destiny, it's like well, like that Mercury map where you're mm. outside and it's real bright, but like you can't be outside when the sun's out because you'll melt. Mm-hmm. And so there are like neat little platforming things where you're running around hiding from the sun. You fight a lot of robots in the game, or you fight robots and people. Yeah, uh, which is like Gears of War four esque. You can hack the shit out of those robots too. Yes. which is pretty cool. There's cool abilities where you can hack robots and overtake mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, you could throw out a drone, and the drone will shoot whatever you're shooting. There are seeker grenades where you throw it out and they'll climb up and people and blow up. Those are cool. Yeah. Um, then there's also like really cool grenades that you throw out and it like just explodes with electricity and chains to people mm-hmm. if they're close. Like they went, they went for it. They went like, you know what? We've been toying around with this future concept for the last couple of games and Infinity War was like, now nah, we're just going to jump right mm-hmm. in. And I think it works tremendously. Um, you and I have talked about it. I, the game reminds me a ton of Star Trek. Um, especially the, like the last couple of Star Trek movies. Um, aside from the fact where you're shooting all dudes. Yeah, yeah. And it's, take, and, it's, and it's about a future in which humanity is still killing each other. Yeah, but that's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I'm talking about you're the captain of your ship and the interactions that you have with the crew on your ship right, right. directly remind me of Star Wars. Like, Kirk yeah. is the type of Star captain... Trek. Uh, Star Trek, I'm sorry. Um, like, Kirk is the type, the type of captain... You just lost that, your whole... I know. You lost all your cred, right? Everyone there. knows what I think of Star Wars. <laughs> um, Kirk is the type of guy who goes out on his own missions mm-hmm. and like the captain doesn't usually do this. He's like, well, not this. Like it was a, an actual a line in the game where he's like, this captain does. Like, yeah. It's like Kirk says that type yeah, of man. stuff. And at, at like the, I say like the last quarter of the game, the, the interactions that you have on the bridge reminded me of like any of the Star Trek movies I saw when mm-hmm. like Kirk was talking to, you know, all the people on the bridge. It's like mm-hmm. he has a Spock. He has Uhura. Mm-hmm. Um, he even has a bones, and so there. When he leaves, he's like, "Oh, you have the con." It's like, all right, well, all of this feels like those movies to me, and I thought that was really, really good, and like, it made me like oddly care for some of these characters, which is like weird in a Call of Duty game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I said to you, I think in the, te- the text message that it reminds me more of uh, Battlestar Galactica than than Star Trek, just in, in sort of the way it, it's sort of positioned and. and the, the violence level and even like the space combat stuff feels a lot like Battlestar Galactica to me. Um, you know, I, I, from what I played so far, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I will say that you have to really be okay with, you know, if you're, if you don't, play, if you're not going to play the multiplayer, um, spending 60 bucks to play six or eight hours of, of a campaign, 
Like, and if you're okay with that, then that's good. But just know that it's not going to be a super yeah long deep experience. Just like all Call of Duty games, but we're talking very highly about the campaign. So I want to make sure people realize that it's, yeah. it's not something that, it, that you're not going to get 20 hours out of the campaign. It's not like that. Yeah. Even with the like the side mission yeah. stuff, I played on the second highest difficulty, mm-hmm. which was dumb because I found out after I beat the game, there's only one trophy for beating it on like veteran, which is their always mm-hmm. been their hardest difficulty. But no other trophies for beating it on any other difficulty. Oh, really? So I was like, the whole time, I was like, I could have been playing this on normal. <laughs> Great. Because like in Call of Duty, if you're playing on those higher difficulties, like you will die instantly. Oh, yeah. It's really difficult. Um, yeah. If you're playing on one of the easier difficulties, much more manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I played like two missions or uh, two rounds in um, PvP. Mm-hmm. And just after playing Titanfall, which we'll get into in a little bit, like I just did not feel it. I play like maybe like 20 minutes of their zombies mode, which I usually don't play, but I would play more of it. Mm. It's uh, It's got like an 80s themed, you're, it's in the 80s, you're in an amusement park, mm-hmm. cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I would I would like to toy around with that like a little bit more, but I, I, I really enjoyed the campaign. Uh, I'll be interested to see what you think of the end of it. Um, like the end is worth seeing. Like, cool. they, like they take risks. They they like they really went for it, and I'm excited to see what they do next. Like I, I hope they continue with this. Yeah. Um, but Kelsey, for you, like if you're interested in playing the campaign, like yeah, you, you could totally play it and you would get enjoyment out of it. Like I think that stuff is cool. Um, if you're new to like you haven't played like a ton of first person shooters, just drop the difficulty. But again, like Bobby said, yeah. you're spending. Call of Duty does not go on sale. Like if you look at yeah. the, uh, like this no, upcoming I at Toys R Us yeah. for five years. I know <laughs> this upcoming Black Friday. Um, last year's Call of Duty has dropped to thirty five bucks. Right, and that's a year a year old game. Mm-hmm. So like even on this Black Friday, Call yeah. of Duty's not going on sale. Yeah, and, other no, games no, no. will. Uh, other games are going yeah. on sale. Though. And I know in your in your question, Kelsey, in the doc, you you'd asked about like compare it to the other big games, right? Yeah, because it's just because. All three of them, Watch Dogs 2, Titanfall 2, Call of Duty, I have never played a previous one, and I don't want to play the first ones. Oh, well, you don't need to for any of them. Yeah, for any of them. You don't need to play it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, you don't. Uh, but I, I would say- And then sorry, go it ahead. was no. more like whatever you guys were playing, like, I, I want to tag along. I want to know <laughs> what I should play. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you for me, and we'll get into Titanfall too, because- I, I, well, let's go right into Titanfall because we we can talk about all three of these big shooters, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I would I would sub out Watch Dogs too because Watch Dogs Two is an open world, you know, third yeah, person game. But I so. just meant that it's big. Yeah, it's very big. Yeah, yeah. but the three shooters that have come out, you know, in the last three, three weeks. weeks, yeah, yeah, Battlefield One, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and Titanfall Two. Uh, we've talked about Call of Duty um, because I mean, I will say that I think for all of them, all the campaigns are really good. Uh, which is a very surprising thing to say. Like, <laughs> this is to me the year of the shooter. It's yeah, it is. Yeah, I can't remember a better year for shooters. I, me neither. Um, it's annoying. <laughs> and, and the Titanfall Two campaign uh, has where Call of Duty has like this perfect polish throughout it. Oh yeah. Uh, Titanfall Two doesn't have that same level of polish. Let me jump in for one second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's something I didn't mention. Oh, the visuals and stuff. The visuals in Call of Duty are fantastic. They're great. Yeah. Like um, Activision put like all their money into this mm-hmm. um it looks spectacular mm-hmm. especially like for a console game it looks great yeah um it, i i texted you and said mm-hmm. if you could have just merged the way titanfall plays with the way call of duty looks yeah you'd have like the perfect shooter because titan um call of duty looks great right yeah so titanfall 2 i think lacks visually some of the polish that that call of duty does and it, it's mostly in 
uh, facial animation. Because the facial animations are, 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 are... Maybe next year. Very simplistic. Maybe next year EA will let them use Frostbite. <laughs> but for what, what, they, what they lack in, in that stuff, they make up for an ingenuity. And gameplay. And gameplay. And w- what I've heard a lot of other critics say, and I totally agree with them, comparing Titanfall 2 campaign to other games, they're not really comparing it to other shooters, but comparing it to sort of almost old sort of like classic games where each level is sort of like a bespoke, like very unique thing, right? Like, like you look at like Super Mario 3D World, which is something we talked about last time, uh, it, it, all those levels are unique to each each thing. They have a mechanic that's not repeated anywhere else. And Titanfall Two does that in a lot of its levels. There's a couple. There's there's a couple moments I don't want to spoil them for people because they're, they're really cool moments. Uh, but there's one level in particular where you get a certain device to do a certain thing, um, and it's like hit L one to blank. Uh, and I don't want to say what it is, but I, I didn't expect it, and I was blown away by sort of the ingenuity of of doing it yeah uh it, it's it it is an excellent campaign uh to me yeah uh titanfall's campaign is like is bonkers good like yeah it, I, I liked infinite warfare a super a lot like a super great amount mm. i like titanfall's just a little bit better mm. um which is like high praise for call of duty because i really really love titanfall right the first couple of levels in, in titanfall's campaign you're like just getting your your bearings yeah. standard like all right, like the movement feels so good in Titanfall. The movement is amazing. Um, it is like I, I've never played a game that moved like that. Yeah, um, certainly not a first-person game. Yeah, yeah. Um, your standard first-person shooter-ish levels. You're getting used to the controls, the game, a little bit of wall running here and there. But once we get to like that middle, like those yeah. middle parts, that's when the game like really starts opening up. You you start going through areas where they're like, we're gonna throw some different things at you, and then when you get to the level that you're talking about, yeah, completely changes the game. Yeah. Uh, and then after that like it's, it's not a like again it's not like a long campaign no what works so well for that campaign also is like yeah you're a dude shooting guns also you're getting to a giant robot fighting oh, yeah. other robots yeah and as you're working through the campaign it's almost like a tutorial from the multiplayer mm-hmm. which a lot of these games are mm-hmm. um you get to try out all the different titan loadouts titanfall 2 has six titan loadouts which was great that was six, awesome yeah six so you're constantly able to swap between them on the fly and be like well i like this one i don't like this one so if you do decide to jump into multiplayer you already know like tone's my guy mm-hmm. tone or um i think it's legion mm-hmm. or like if you find your dude like the dude with the sword ronin not for me right but i learned <laughs> that from playing the campaign yeah um it's great you could like jump you jump out of your Titan to shoot other Titans and you go back into your Titan. Mm-hmm. There are boss battles. You battle other Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a really great scene where you're basically 20 Titans, like 10 on your side, 10 on the other side, charging at each other in, yeah. a, big, in a big open field. And you're like, this is great. Yeah. Like, this is really great. Yeah. Uh, and there's this one, there's this one level that uh, it's in like this factory where they're like this moot, where they're, it, where there are these weird like moving platforms and stuff that look like bed look like rooms and look like whatever and you have to platform your way across these things and sometimes the platforming is like pretty complicated and intense and it's and it's really fun and, and you get that i think kelsey you'll probably agree with this because you love platformers but there's a certain sense of joy you get when you're able to figure out a platforming puzzle yes you know that you get you feel like you've really you've achieved something and th- this has that in it. You know, you have that feeling like, okay, I did this and I did that and I did this and I did this and I sh- I feel like I shouldn't be able to do that, but it worked great. And I-, I-, I love that about the game. I turned on auto run in the game as well. Yeah. So I'm just always running, always sprinting. which is amazing. 
uh, there's a scene that, you know, I don't want to, these moments are so good that I, I, I wouldn't even want to spoil them just by mentioning them. But there's a moment near the end of the game where all you have is a pistol and something else. And just with that pistol and that other item, I've never felt like more of a badass um, in, a, in a game. But what's great is the game, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not going to spoil it, but you get to, if you play the first game, you get the smart pistol back. Yeah, yeah, that can track. But, but, but they also give a reason for why the smart pistol is able to do what it does. Yeah, and it's really cool. And it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great campaign. It's a really um, great campaign. I, but I know you put a lot of time in the multiplayer too, right? Yeah. I will say one thing about the campaign. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, in the beginning, they have this time trial thing, which if you're familiar with Call oh, of Duty yeah. games, they used to have those things mm-hmm. where it was like, get through this obstacle course as fast as you can. And there's a trophy. Um, I really want the platinum for this game. So there's a trophy for beating it in under 33.6 seconds. My first run was like 58 seconds. <laughs> And I, it's a, it, it's I watch some videos of like how to do this because it seems impossible and it's a lot of wall running and like memorization of the level and like throwing grenades and making sure you don't miss anybody and blah blah blah. Like 150 attempts later, <laughs> but I, I got down to 34 once and I wanted to scream <laughs> and then my next couple were like 40 mm-hmm. and 40 and 40 and 40 and I was like, well, I'm gonna do just one more run and I got to like 33.3. And it was like, oh my! I was so elated. I like jump up, jumped up and down because I was like, cool! I can get the, I can get the platinum in this <laughs> game now. But it's one of those games that like, I, it's super rare that I want like I'll bang my head against the wall like that to get like one particular trophy, unless I really love the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love this game a lot. Um, it's thirty bucks right now everywhere. Oh yeah, that's crazy. It's thirty bucks, and Battlefield One is like thirty five. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can get both of those games for the price of Call of Duty. Yeah, and I would say Kelsey, if you're that, would probably be the best thing you could do. Yeah, <laughs> I would Kelsey go get Titanfall. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, but I was gonna say the the multiplayer, multiplayer yeah. is. So I played that alpha when it came out, and I really wasn't impressed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like they had changed some of the gun damage. Um, they did change the way the Titans came down and then they reverted and went back to it i don't like them I, I found out i don't like the mode that they were running bounty hunt which was a very um you know you kill a guy you get money you kill grunts you get money but you have to deposit the money into the bank yeah. and there's always two guys standing on the bank just waiting for you to come mm-hmm. and so it's like i did all these great things and i got killed by this guy who was hiding in a corner mm-hmm. it's not the way i want to play the, that game if i want to get killed by campers i would go play call of duty <laughs> But they brought back attrition, which is the main mode from the first game, yeah. where it's two teams. There's AI you can kill along the way. It helps you get into your Titan faster. And dear God, that game is amazing. Um, it is, you know, in a year where there has been amazing shooters left and right, like Battlefield 1 is an amazing mm-hmm. shooter, but all I can think about right now is playing Titanfall. Um, I played Overwatch last night, which we'll also get into. Yeah. And it was like, I love Overwatch to death. I'm going to play this a ton because now Sombra's out. But like, I really want to be playing Titanfall right now. Because again, it's like everything that was great in the campaign works great in the multiplayer. You die, you die fast. Like you're going to die faster than you would in like Overwatch. Um, not as fast as you will in Call of Duty, I found out. Uh, but the movement just makes everything so great. And every there's six different Titans. So you have different loadouts you could put on your Titans different skins and whatnot, different guns um, for your, your player character, um, different abilities. So like one of the main things they added was a grappling hook. And like, it's awesome to grapple hook other enemies and then pull them towards you and kick them in the face. <laughs> I've seen videos of guys. Um, if you can picture this in your mind's eye, like imagine a dude all the way to your left and you can't see him because you're running down, you're running down a street 
and you like wall run around the street and then jump in front of where he is, but you jump so fast he didn't know you were there. And you hook onto the building with your hook and you swing like Spider-Man around the building and then kick him in the face. <laughs> like amazing stuff like that. Like I like using stim, which just lets you, uh, you know, run faster and heal faster. Yeah. When I'm not talking about run faster. You run fast. Oh, you fall. oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. Stim, you were like the flash. <laughs> yeah. And so it's great. Like I got shot once. Like I don't know where he's from or where he's coming from. So I'm just getting out of here. Yeah. Or like I want to go jump on another Titan. Uh, so they changed it the way like the Titans come down. They don't have shields anymore. Mm-hmm. In the first game, they had shields. Now they just come down with a health bar. And if you're not careful, your Titan can be taken out very quick. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is if I see a Titan come down, I want to go run and jump on his back. If he comes down right away, I know that he has no defense against me. If you stay in one for a while and you do well, you could choose to have like this electric smoke they had mm-hmm. in the first game, which will kill anybody riding on your back. You could also choose to like go into a match with that, but I wouldn't because you're losing one of your other abilities. Mm-hmm. So you like, could pull out the battery, which damages the Titan greatly. But like now you're carrying around this battery, and if you have a Titan on the field, like one of your teammates, you could run up to it, jump on its back, insert the battery automatically, mm-hmm. and then they get a shield. Or you could do, like I've done a few times, is call down your Titan on top of the Titan that you're fighting. <laughs> so you stole his battery, you call down a Titan, it landed on him, killed him, then you get into the battery, into the Titan with your own battery, and now you have an overshield. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so, yeah, I I, I played a... L- this is where kind of my, I guess, in in the in the decision of Kelsey, what, what shooter you're going to buy... Um, (laughs) this, this is, this is what I will say, um, is that I, I agree with you. I I am traditionally, I love playing campaigns of first person shooters. Um, I'm not really a big multiplayer guy when it comes to first person shooters. I played a lot of Halo, was never really great at it, but loved to play it. Um, for a lot of the same reasons, for, for the main reason, the fact that in Halo is, it's a game where you can get shot a couple of times and recover and end up getting a kill. Yeah. Um, because th- that's the part I'm worst at in those games is like initial contact with, Oh my God. W- with, with enemies, you know, it's like, yeah, if, if you, it, someone's almost always going to get the drop on me. So if I can't recover from that, which you can't really do in call of duty, um, I wouldn't even say you can really do it in sight. either. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I have a lot of trouble with it. So the reason, one of the reasons I love overwatch is because a, you take a lot more hits obviously than you would in, in, in a game like in a military shooter, like either Titanfall or, or call of duty. Um, but also the biggest thing for me in those games, right? Is that in overwatch is that I can do something else other than kill people and help my team win. Right. Um, that's my favorite thing about overwatch is that yeah. I can play a healer. I can play a support character. I can do whatever. And, and I can still be very valuable to my team. Um, just by employing strategy and, and, and being able to help them out when they need help. Even if it's just, you know, even if you have a, a, a you set up like diva's ultimate, and you don't kill anybody, but you clear the point off, you've helped your team regardless of what, what happened there. So there's a lot of strategy and meta going on. Um, and the thing about both Call of Duty and Titanfall, uh, and Titanfall, you know, again, if, I think if you're going to pick between those two multiplayers, that kind of shooter, Titanfall is the way to go. But Titanfall, if you're not killing people, there's nothing really else to do. Other you, than- you will eventually get a Titan. Right, you no will, no, what, you'll, 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 every match you're going to get a Titan. Yeah, yeah, you always get to do cool stuff. It's not about that, but it's about the fact that like if you're not killing people, you're not really helping your team because yeah. there's nothing else to do. It's rare that a team, like Battlefield is an example of where you can help your team, and but this, it's ra- like those games are rare. Right, and that's what I'm going to say. I've probably in the last two weeks, I probably put about eight hours into Battlefield 1 multiplayer, which I never would have expected to have happened. Uh, and I love it. Like I love playing as a medic. And I love just like, sure, I'll kill people when I can kill people, but I love 
running up to people, pulling out my needle and just like stabbing them and bringing them back from the dead. I killed the guy with a needle the other day. Oh, really? I <laughs> came behind him and I was like, I'm going to try this because he was just laying on the ground and I just stabbed him like a couple of times. And eventually he died and I was like, that's right. <laughs> but, but you know, I can throw out health packs to, to people who need help. Yeah. I, I, I can heal people who, I, I can bring people back who are dead. Um, and that gives me something else to do. And also Battlefield is a very objective-based multiplayer game it's yeah. like we have all these points take these points you know hold these points and, and that's why you'll end up winning and uh i played a bunch with hugh uh over over this past week and, and i've absolutely adored it for that reason like even when i'm not you know i i there you know sometimes where i'll die like my kill death ratio will not be great you know it'll be like 0. 0.6 or something but i will have healed you know x amount of people and 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 rezzed a, mm-hmm. x amount of people or and held a point for for this long or what have you and i can still feel good about what i'm doing even though i'm not getting a lot of kills yeah. and uh and also just and i have i've never really dipped into battlefield games that much like i've played here and there like kind of scoped in and gone out a little bit but the sheer scale of battlefield one is unbelievable there are there and the way that the level changes over the time you're playing it like there, by the end of like a 35 minute multiplayer match on one of those things like you, you, this European town has been basically reduced to nothing but nothing. ash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're running through the mud and there are these times where, you know, and your team is all kind of, you know, in it together and you're like charging up, you know, charging up a hill or charging a bridge. Um, and you just look around and like, it, it just looks like you're in the middle of an actual battle, you know? And, and I, I, I have had so much fun playing multiplayer in battlefield one which i never expected i didn't expect that either um, and i will say for kelsey coming from where you're coming from i think that battlefield one is probably the best choice for you if you want to get into multiplayer only because you can do other things other than have to kill people and you can still feel like you're contributing to whatever you're doing yeah like that's a problem that i had with overwatch was that the story is so good but there's not a campaign mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like that's what's missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we can get into Overwatch in a bit, but um, <laughs> I would kill for an Overwatch campaign. And I'm sure. Me too. Yeah, I know. I, Blizzard has an idea of what they're sitting on, so yeah. I, I have faith that in, in the future really? we're going to get something like that. Oh yeah, Overwatch has become a cash cow for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I yeah. will say one more thing about Titanfall. Yeah, that's really good. Um, they are desperately trying to undercut Call of Duty. EA is like really trying to hammer them and so that's why they released both of those games uh, battlefield and titanfall back to back um titanfall sales haven't been great no but you know battlefields has and so like i said before they're 35 and 30 bucks yeah probably, you can probably find both of them for 30 yeah uh but the great thing about titanfall is no season pass no dlc oh yeah that no that's awesome everything is free yeah and that's like I, that they're they're playing the long game they're yes. like if we could just get people to buy this game they're going to see that it's quality Mm-hmm. and we're not going to we're not going to split the player base we everything is for free yeah no that's great um so for 30 bucks if you're out there and you're like i don't really know like just go buy titanfall play yeah. the ca- like even if you never touch the multiplayer the campaign itself is worth 30 bucks yeah and i think yes for 30 bucks if you only want the campaign it's totally definitely worth it's it. definitely worth it because it, it, it the, the campaign is awesome um from, but for me, the kind of player that I am, which is not great at first-person shooters, Battlefield is a better package for me because yeah. I think the campaign is awesome in Battlefield, uh, and I really like the multiplayer quite a bit. Multiplayer is really good. Yeah, I played some more matches of that this week. Yeah, 
And it's funny because they're they're like 35 minutes long most of the time, like just like a regular multiplayer match. You should try operations, which I do want to I want to do that. But um, the 35 minutes goes by extremely quickly. The last operations one I did, we won one this week. It was short. It was like 25 minutes. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) But we played one last week that was like an hour and 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, There were three maps. I was so furious. There was three (laughs) maps. And so we were attacking and there's four points, at least four different zones you got to capture on right. every map. Yeah. The last one, I think it was four, five, and the last one had five or six. And you only have the three attack waves to do all of those. And we got to the very last one, the very last one. And we had ca- there was three bases to capture instead of two. And we held two and we didn't get the third. And it was like, you lose. <laughs> it's like, and your attack, I don't understand. They have like an attack defense rating. Mm-hmm. So when you're attacking, it's like, out of 28, you got negative 137. It's like, we just steamrolled these guys. If it was any other map, we would have won. But right. this one happened to be one with the three maps. I was like, I don't understand how your scores work. But I, I got like a ridiculous amount of XP for playing for an hour and mm. 10 minutes. It was great. Yeah, it's it's a quality game. Quality, like you said, quality shooter year between Overwatch, the three games we just talked about, Gears Doom, War. Doom as well. Yeah. Gears of War. And yeah. then like for story stuff, even like, Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Deus Ex is not really a shooter. I mean, it's got shooting in it, but I wouldn't. You're, you're in first person mode with a gun. It's definitely a first person game, but I wouldn't necessarily call it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I was going to tell somebody to play Deus Ex, I wouldn't say it's a first person shooter. I would think it's more shooter. Like that and Dishonored to me are similar. Yeah, yeah. First person. But one of you, one of them literally has a rocket launcher you can equip. That's true. <laughs> that is very, very true. I will say one thing. I was looking, watching Giant Bomb's quick look today of uh, Watch Dogs. Because mm-hmm. like, let me watch this game that I'm going to be playing. Mm-hmm. And all their, their gun names are super dumb. Yeah. But they do have a control alt delete launcher. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Uh, so Kelsey, we, we mentioned Overwatch a little bit, but you got a chance to try out Sombra, right? Yeah, like uh, right before we started recording. I played with her last night as well. And yeah. there's new arcade stuff. Did you get to look at any of that, Kelsey? No, no, no. I was only like testing out Sombra and then uh, just I went back to Diva. What'd you think? Oh, Diva's my girl. What'd you think? <laughs> Diva's my girl. <laughs> she could be both of our girls. <laughs> I love her. Uh, Sombra's cool. Uh, she just, I find she took a bit of uh, a while to get used to. And I felt the same about Tracer mm. in the beginning. Mm. So um, it was just like, I because I don't know what to call her stuff. Hold so on. she's an attacker, the which is weird. Yeah. And all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's an attack class, right? She's an attack class. Yeah. When, at first, I, I was curious of why they put her there and then i after playing her for a little bit i saw yeah if you if you would have just given me the description of her character i would have said support, support. yeah that's what i would have said but it's cool that she's an attack really? character yeah yeah just because you know that the, they, they seemed it seemed like a lot of like passive like not passive abilities but abilities that weren't meant to damage necessarily but meant to like make it easier for others to, to get yeah. damage um mm. but it's cool i think it's awesome that they're that i thought that and it's not that class like that's a cool thing to how me. many matches did you get to play kelsey with Sombra? Yeah. Uh, four. I didn't play her a lot because then I got sucked into D.Va. <laughs> I, got a, she's like a vor- I got annoyed and I was She's like, like oh. a vortex. <laughs> uh, I played her last night, I'll say like five or six times. Because mm. she's insta-locked yeah. in every round. Like, you know, unless you're really quick, she's someone's going to pick her. Right. Because they've changed the yeah. way that Overwatch is now. Right. Quick play is no longer... Um, 
It's only one Mo- hero. It's now they've gone to competitive with quick play. Yeah. You're not, you know, it's not competitive, but you can only choose one hero. Which is cool. I, I'm, I'm happy they did that. that. Yeah. The arc- I agree with that. Yeah. I, I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, yeah. The arcade mode is completely different now, and it is so much better. So arcade mode, um, you should just be like their weekly brawl. Yeah. They have in arcade mode, they have a spot, like it opens up a sub menu, and there is a spot for like, hey, you're in like a playlist of the weekly brawls. So it might be Shimada Brothers. Mm-hmm. Or random heroes, or mm. whatever, whatever ones they've done, you might get in one of those. They have a three-on-three match now. Oh, that's awesome. With a new May-focused map in like Antarctica. Mm. Uh, the three-on-three is really cool. We played one match of that. Um, it is when you are dead, you are dead. Oh, it's one of those. One okay. of those. You could be rezzed if mm-hmm. you have a mercy, but it's uh, mm. it's a little more chess-like. Yeah. They have a one-on-one also in that map, which is a little bit too big for a one-on-one. Um, then they have the one of my favorites they have the um mystery characters and then they have what quick play used to be you know free for all so you can all you can be six genjis uh so i met went in there and i messed around with sombra a little bit and then i realized everyone in here is sombra so this isn't really <laughs> working um so we did some regular quick play matches and i got to queue up as sombra and so like kelsey said she has invisibility which is neat mm-hmm. um she has this hacking ability so it's you have to hold down l2 and if you're within close range um, you will hack one opponent, and that means they can't yeah. use any of their abilities. So if you are Mercy, you can't heal anybody. Or no, you can heal because that's your main attack. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's pick somebody different. Um, Reaper. So like, if you were to hack Reaper, he could shoot his shotguns, but he couldn't do shadow step or he couldn't teleport. Okay, so like cool. your uh, cooldown abilities get canceled. Mm-hmm. You can still shoot your guns. Mm-hmm. Um, she has this like... T- uh, teleporter kind of like tracer does so like you could throw this thing and then run on the other side of the map and as long i I thought it was like 15 seconds but i might be wrong on the timing there you could warp back to it so what i was doing a lot was um when i was on defense and playing her i would like throw that thing down go invisible run behind enemy lines and she has a submachine gun that doesn't do a ton of damage but has a lot of bullets um before you need to reload and i would do as much damage as i could and then when i was overwhelmed i would warp back to the like the safety of like hey i'm in a room all by myself um because you would time it that way and i kept doing stuff like that her ultimate ability is this like very large um emp burst which is just like a hack but it does it in a much wider range and it disables all turrets and shields so maze ice wall reinhardt shield mm-hmm. zarya's shields torby's turrets bastion's turret mode oh wow eliminates it oh wow um so what we did was we had like a couple of real nice combos so um i would use that where nobody can use abilities for like five or six seconds. Uh, Zarya would throw in her AOE, pull mm-hmm. everyone together, and then we'd have Hanzo or Reaper just like rip through everybody with an ultimate, and we were able to win like a couple of matches like that. She's a pain in the ass to fight against. I bet. Uh, when she's invisible, though, if you shoot her once, uh, or when she's hacking you, if you if you hit her, it stops. Right, right. And she gotcha. becomes visible again, or the hack stops. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're constantly on your toes, but... She's just like super annoying because you're like you're like hiding out in the back as you know Zenyatta mm-hmm. or somebody, and like all of a sudden she's next to you. And right. I was like, oh Jesus, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> um, but it was real nice to be like you know a lot of times, and I, I love playing as Zenyatta, but mm-hmm. like he's a pain in the ass when you mm-hmm. like you pull everyone in as Zarya, and mm-hmm. then it's like oh Zenyatta is using his uh, transcendence, so mm-hmm. I can't kill anybody. Well now it's like goodbye. <laughs> what is her like main attack? Like her gun? Yeah. Is just like a submachine gun. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So it's like her main yeah, gun. Yeah, it's has, a machine pistol. Yeah. It has a ton of bullets. Oh, cool. I, it, like, it feels like way more bullets than any of the other guns in the game. And it, like, at close range, it'll rip, it'll rip dudes apart. 
Cool. Uh, especially mm-hmm. weaker characters like a Zen mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a Mercy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that they'll, uh, the meta will adjust to these things that have, that have yeah. happened with her, but uh, that's cool though, that, that she's, it's finally here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> finally. Um, yeah, I, I was on last night. I saw Kelsey on. I invited her to my match. She chose to ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I told my friends, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to invite the new girl for my podcast. Be nice. Oh, no. And then they're like, all right, well, where is she? I'm like, I don't know. I invited her. She's just not showing up. Whatever. It's because I was downloading the update and then Sorry, I figured that. the hockey game was on. Oh, oh, that's right. That's the real. That's the real right there. And I didn't see it. That's the honest to God truth. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so thumbs up with Sombra for you, Kelsey? Uh yeah, I just have to get used to her, but I I I dig her. It's it's hard to pull away things. from Diva. I know. I went back to Diva. I went back to Diva I'm pretty so quickly. Comfortable with Diva. Yeah. <laughs> on that three on three, I used Diva for every round, and it was like, you know, I did okay. They weren't ready for Diva. <laughs> they weren't ready for Diva. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta jump back in before Saturday so that I don't start playing on Saturday morning and yeah, not have oh, played oh, for three geez, months. Like, it took me like a few rounds to, yeah. to be okay because coming from Battlefield or especially with Titanfall, like when I was playing Zen, I was like, I am crawling. <laughs> like I am crawling back up to this point. Please go faster. Um, but uh, I was going to say uh, this weekend, 18th to the 20, the 21st, I think. Free weekend. Free weekend for Overwatch. So if you don't, it's a PS4, Xbox One or PC. So if you don't have the game, you can download it and play it uh, for free uh, for, for this weekend. I think it's also a free... Uh, Elder Scrolls Online weekend as Weird. well. Yeah, that game keeps living. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the reasons why we're doing Overwatch for the stream is because Brian doesn't own it and he's wanted to, he's wanted to buy it, but he wants to try it out first. So we're going to do that, and I think there's a there's a there's a possibility that Jackie Turner will jump in in the morning with us too and play some Overwatch. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it either. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. But so that, yeah, that's the plan for that. But I'm excited to get back into it. It's been I, I've had the the hankering for for a little while now. It's just there's so many games coming out. I haven't been able to get back into it. Yeah. Um, the second you start playing, you're like, oh, that's right. This game is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. I just want to mention really quick. I started playing some Mafia Three, uh, and the style and the look and the music uh, are all great. Story. The story is really good. You know. The the the, the, I, the problem the same thing with Mafia Three that I have with most of these kind of games, which is that like I just wish I could kind of like do the story, you know. I wish there was a mode where I could be like, I just want to do the story, you, you know. Yeah. I I I understand why it's an open world game. I know that that it, those kind of games are hugely popular, and I like open world games. I'm just not big on open world crime games, and this has a lot of it, has, it does so much interesting stuff and and, and unique things with sort of it's got this documentary uh wrapper around it so it starts out and it's like they're doing interviews with characters who either in the game or like people who knew this character lincoln clay when this this sort of the game took place the game takes place in 1968 and they're doing like interviews in like the modern day um and so it's structured almost like um you know, like a 30 for 30 type of thing or whatever, if you watch those ESPN documentaries, but it's a really interesting way to go about it. Cause you got an interview with this priest who's like an old man. And then you see him in 1968 as like a a young man. It's really cool. It's very interesting. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. It's all these great, like sixties songs. Um, and you know, it's, it, it deals with like, you know, 
issues of race relations and to being black in, in the 1960s in the South and all this kind of stuff. It, 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 games just don't do. I know just from listening to the Beastcasts that when Austin Walker was there, um, he like repeated verbatim one of the lines in the game and, yeah. and Vinny was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I don't know if we could say that. Um, but yeah, like just from that, it's like, okay, most that line doesn't appear in like any other video game. Yeah. So, but the problem for me is like, you know, you, you the, the opening is like two hours long. It's almost like a prologue to like the main, for you're out in the open world, let's say. Uh, and that was cool. Like it was like, it was exactly what I was talking about. It was like story, 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 story. And then they're like, okay, now you open world. Now like clear these districts, you know, and, and, you know, start enough ruckus here, here and here. And then the boss will come out and you have to fight the boss and then you own the district. And then, and it's, it's about doing that. And I'm just, it might be also because there's so many games coming out right now. Um, I just don't have the patience for that, that kind of open world stuff. Like it's the same thing that was in like Assassin's Creed syndicate, which I played like in the middle of the winter last year when there was nothing else, you know, coming out. And, and I think it's probably those, that's kind of the place for games like this for me, because I, I just feel myself bouncing off of it very hard. Like I, I don't feel a desire to go back to it. Cause I'm yeah. like, I have all this busy work to do in order to get to the, the story stuff, which, which I want to see. Um, but I would say if you like open world crime games and you like games with cool stories, I think this game would probably, you'd probably love it, but it just, for me, I bounce off of the sort of mechanical aspects of it. Um, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I got to play it. Yeah. Uh, and then I also, I finished the last two Hitman missions, which were Colorado and Japan. Um, the, the Colorado one is in like a, like a freedom fighter, like militia, like compound thing, uh, where there's a bailer that you can feed people to. Uh, and then the, this, the, the last episode is in this like kind of like underground, like super hospital for the super rich who want to get like crazy experimental procedures done to them, uh, that like people wouldn't like that the governments wouldn't approve of kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a guy who needs a heart transplant and that's like your, your Uh, target. Okay. I know how to kill this guy now. <laughs> but it, that game is amazing. Like it, it's just it, it's it's so cool and the the systems in it are the clockwork nature of the world what you're able to do all the way you can either follow these opportunities I lay out for you which are they basically in in all Hitman games there's always been and you always hear these stories right people play blood money they're like you know, um, that sort of like suburban map where you're like, you could do this, 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 and this. And then like, it's all this crazy stuff, cool stuff could happen. But in the past Hitman games, like Blood Bunny, you had to search that stuff out and kind of find it yourself. Um, and there's plenty to find yourself here, but they also outline what they call opportunities that you can follow. And so it will point you towards a lot of the cool stuff they've sort of set up in the map so that if you don't have when you like kind of search out all this stuff you can follow an opportunity and you can kind of go step by step through it um and get some really ridiculous interesting endings to to to, to your hits um you know i i in one of the maps i i uh i blew somebody up with an exploding golf ball that was pretty cool um and, and <laughs> I'm really looking forward to playing this game on saturday <laughs> it, it's just it, it's a, it's an amazing game and and it's tough to talk about in just sort of vague terms but my problem with hitman games has always been i love the idea of them i start a mission for about 10 minutes i'm like super stealthy 
doing stuff and then i get caught once and then just a shit show for the for the rest of the time yeah uh and this this that can happen here but i feel like the mechanics and um sort of uh maps and and the way that the the sort of ai is laid out it, it allows for you to know better what you can and cannot do and it's very good about like okay if you get somebody here like there and you do certain things there's no way anyone can figure out that you did this so you're you're cool you know and, and they give you chances to sort of if you walk in the wrong place you're not automatically going to get like shot or, or 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 taken out you have a chance to kind of get away or or walk away and just be like oh sorry i walked in the wrong room you know that kind of thing uh it's a really great game um and the way they released it was awesome uh you know it's they 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 really made good on this whole like season pass or season two's coming episodic yearly thing yeah and apparently it's going to launch from the same launcher as season one anything you've unlocked in season one is going to carry over to season two so it's a really really great game and i have discovered in the last couple of years that i really enjoy stealth games and I didn't really know that until the last couple of years. Uh, so that's it's a pretty cool thing. And there have been a couple of really good ones this year, too. I'm, uh, Deus Ex and Hitman are both great. And I'm very excited to get into Dishonored. Same. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the games, I think, uh, for all of us that, that, that we've been playing. Uh, Kelsey, uh, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the NES Classic Uh and the the tragedy of the last week. So the <laughs> the NES Classic people don't know before we get into the, the the stories about it is this little like palm sized Nintendo Smaller console. Smaller than an original NES cartridge. Oh yeah, uh, that hooks up HDMI to your TV, has what looks like an NES controller, um, and has thirty games kind of preloaded onto it. Thirty of some of the biggest NES games. It's it's a very good collection of NES games. Bubble Bobble's on there. Bubble Bobble is on there, um, which is which is a great choice. So and it's sixty bucks. So it came out on Friday, and Kelsey it was really easy to get one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about this <laughs> because it was ridiculous <laughs> to get one. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I have to tell my story. I worked at Toys R Us for five years, you would think that my friends would put one aside for me because they loved me and they didn't. And I have a message for my friends at Toys R Us. I hate you all. One of my friends, Danica, because I know you're listening, put one aside for herself and didn't put one for me. And all I wanted was to play freaking Metroid. And now I can't. And I'm so upset about it. Apparently, at the store that I worked at, people were lining up since the night before. It's we're in Canada. It's November. What it's are cold. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the store opened at 9 a.m. They were out of stock by like 10. That, that's that's a while actually. From the stories that I've heard, I, yeah, most of the stories I've heard. 30. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying 10, but, like, it was probably half an hour. But it, but 30 console. that's it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, I had a rough Friday as well, Kelsey. So, um... <laughs> I, let me just jump in for a second. Yeah. I, sure, I, I would buy one of these and put it on my desk at work. Because that's the only spot that I could keep controllers that close. <laughs> but, because uh, the, the cables are incredibly short. Incredibly short, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I did not foresee this thing being this popular at all. 
Yeah. So it, my wife's birthday was this past Saturday and she loves retro games. And I was like, this would be an awesome present to get her, uh, for her, for her birthday. And I realized like a week ago, Oh, it's coming out the Friday before. And then I went to look, you know, like any, any modern video game consumer would do. I looked to see, is there a place I can pre-order the thing so I can just get it? Nintendo wasn't doing any pre-orders. Oh my God. I on know. It. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, every sort of regular retailer, every retailer, none of them had, they would had a listing for it, but it was all like, you know, it, it was, you couldn't add it to a cart. You couldn't do whatever, you know, it was just like, you got that grayed out button. Amazon announced probably a couple days before that Friday that they were going to, they were going to go on sale at 2 PM, uh, Pacific time, uh, on their website. And, and then I was like, okay, so that's five o'clock. I was like, it won't get here. If I order that, or if I get it, then it won't be here by my wife's birthday, but at least I'll be able to enter like a piece of paper that has a picture of it and say, this is coming. It'll be here on Monday or Tuesday. So I, and I figured, okay, that'll be like, that's my last resort. Like, and I'll get it. And I knew it was going to, I knew leading up, I knew it was going to be rough because the buzz was starting to build around, you know, people not being able to find it and how much will the quantities be. So I woke up that morning um, and I went on target.com and they weren't selling it online, but they had like, you could click and be like, okay, it's in this store and the store right down the street from me, it said like in stock. And so I was like, awesome. So they opened at like eight 30 or whatever. And I was, and I got there probably at like eight 45. Uh, and w- when I was driving there, I was like looking, I was like refreshing my phone and it changed from in stock to limited stock, which basically means they probably don't have it. But I walked in and I was I wasn't even to the guy and there was another guy talking to him who was asking for the NES Classic and he was like, "No, no, we don't we don't have any. Uh, I didn't realize it was it was coming out. This is the Target employee talking or whatever." He's like, "Okay, yeah." And so then everyone so I'm like, "Oh, so they don't have the NES Classic?" Nope. So we I leave. I'm like, "Okay, but they've got it at um the, the, this one says in stock at the at the Target right by where I work, which is like 25 minutes away." So I'm like, "Cool." So I pull in, I go inside that Target and it still says in stock when I'm standing there. And the guy's like, no, we're, we're all out of them. Like they sold out immediately. Um, and I, like, I don't know when we're going to get any more in. So I'm like, okay. So I told Justin and Justin very nicely was like, he sent me a, like, he was like, they're supposed to be up on Toys R Us right now. And so I went on <laughs> Toys R Us.com and they were gone. Uh, and this was like, this was like a 30 seconds or a minute after Justin told me. So I was like, okay, so we, we talked about Wario 64 last week or two weeks ago on the show. Um, he's a great person to follow if you're looking for this kind of stuff because he knows about it seemingly before it ever happens. So then it was like it was like the middle of the day and he was like, oh, it's up on GameStop. Um, and I was like, awesome. So I went to the games website. It was there. Uh, I, and I clicked add to cart and it kept giving me this like uh, timeout message. Like it, it, it would like, like the server cannot be reached. So I kept hitting it, kept hitting it. And every like fourth or fifth time I would hit it, it added to it added it to the cart and so i was like okay great i'm at the cart and i'm like okay check out and you know go to the next step and and i've hit it four or five times and eventually it would ping to the next step and i was like okay this is taking a long time because obviously they're getting like bombarded right now but it's working i have it in the cart i'm at the checkout process great and so i i had the last button which is like confirm purchase and it just spins and spins and spins and spins. And I keep, re, re, you know, I, I, I'm reloading, 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 reloading. And until eventually I get a message that says, sorry, GameStop site is down right now. <laughs> uh, co- please come back later. 
So the, I don't even think for like PS4, Xbox One, mm, like yeah. any of that stuff, that that their websites crash. Yeah, it crashed. GameStop website just crashed completely, and then when it came back, it was gone. Like I just couldn't, I could, I it, I couldn't get it back. So I'm like, okay, I like it's time to Amazon things coming up, and I was like, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna hit refresh the moment the second ticks by, and 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 I'm like, did, you use the, did you use World Clock? Because I use World Clock when I want to do stuff on Amazon, so that way I'm because like your computer clock could be off by like a millisecond. Oh yeah, no, I was, but I was there at 4:58 refreshing every like every time it would refresh and it wouldn't be there, I'd refresh it again, and I refreshed and it, exactly at about five it popped up and it was like add to cart. And so I added it into my cart and then I hit proceed to checkout because they turned off one click purchase for... I did that with VR too. Yeah, for the NS Classic. And so I, I confirm, I check out and that was... And with Amazon, unlike GameStop, I, you know, I don't know my account information or whatever. Like I didn't have to sign in. I was signed in with Amazon. I was ready to go. You know, it was like... I hit, I hit go and I hit, I hit the checkout button and it just like white screen. That was it. You crashed Amazon. I crashed Amazon, and then Amazon came back up in like like ten seconds after that, but it was gone, completely gone. And it would sometimes it would still pop up. It would be like add to cart, and then every time I, every time I hit add to cart, it would be like the item you picked is no longer available, and and so it was gone in like it was less than a minute that they were gone off Amazon. So it's Wednesday now, the following week. Yeah, and today it showed up again. On was it Amazon or Walmart? Walmart, Walmart and it was gone within a minute. Yeah, Walmart has yeah. Walmart has said that every day this week they're going to put stuff up at, at at like five Eastern, two Pacific. And I was talking to I was literally Dustin was like it's going to be up, and so do this thing on my phone. Re- refresh, 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 refresh. At five, I refreshed. The site went dead. It it wouldn't it wouldn't reload. And then I reloaded it again, and it was back to like the third party seller, like. Three hundred and nineteen dollars, or whatever thing. It's crazy. Well, they said they're gonna keep making these things and putting them out around the holidays. I don't know if it's Nintendo just doing its thing to drive yeah. up demand. Yeah, like Nintendo likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they better yeah. not do this with the Switch. Well, the thing is, like, but the thing about Nintendo is just that they're well, they'll take pre-orders for the Switch. That's a, that's a, that's a big, a big difference thing. But Nintendo is just a very like fiscally conservative company. So I think that they definitely do that. They've definitely done in the past and they've been caught doing it, which is to like constrain supply sort of demand. But for this thing, they're probably just like, we're going to do a certain amount of them and we're going to see if they sell. If they sell, we'll make more of them, you know, but I don't know. It's it. it I, I share your pain, Kelsey on the, on the whole thing. <laughs> I was so, I'm, I'm still angry about it because my friend keeps sending me pictures of it <laughs> and it's really <laughs> pissing me off. That's really mean. Quickly on the, yeah. on, uh, on Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, switch. Yeah, the price, rumored price, rumored price, two fifty and three hundred is like the rumor. Two so. skews. Can I just say yeah. it was Toys R Us Canada that released? It was the you, wasn't it, Kelsey? It was Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey did it. No, sorry, it was it was Danica, right? She she still works there. Kelsey oh, doesn't yeah, work there bitch. anymore. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, in our notes, really quick, you wrote that the. The Canadian Game Awards are coming up. Are those different <laughs> than the Game Awards that are going to be here? Yeah. Okay. They're they're different, but like I actually not to hate, but like I don't even want to talk about them. Okay, that's fine. Anymore? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, it was just disorganized. <laughs> um the 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 nominations for the Game Awards in LA came out today, uh hosted by Jeff Kelly, obviously. Um and I just want to, I'm going to run down a couple of the nominees really quick. So Game of the Year, 
the games nominated are Doom, Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Go by Titanfall. (laughs) Uh, Best Game Direction, Blizzard for Overwatch, Dice for Battlefield, id Software for Doom, Naughty Dog for Uncharted, and Respawn for Titanfall. Uh, Best Narrative, Firewatch, Inside, Mafia 3, Oxenfree, and Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. I have to play Oxenfree before the year ends. Maybe on one of our game clubs we could do that. Yeah. Uh, best art direction: Abzu, Firewatch, Inside, Overwatch, and Uncharted 4: A Thief's End. I'm sensing a pattern with some of these games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best music or sound design: Battlefield, Doom, Inside, Res Infinite, and Thumper. Uh, best performance, which is a, which I think is an awesome category for a video game award to have. It's what does doesn't Naughty Dog or Uncharted have three of them? It's uh well, it's Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay from Mafia Three, Sissy Jones as Delilah from Firewatch, Emily Rose as Elena from Uncharted Four, Nolan North as Nathan Drake from Uncharted Four, Rich Summer as uh, Henry from Firewatch, and Troy Baker as Sam Drake from Uncharted Four. Yeah, sounds sure. like Uncharted Four has really good at voice actors. Yeah, should go sure. play that too. <laughs> Um, but they have cool, like some cool new ones too. Games for Impact, which is honoring exemplary games that take yeah. on real world issues. Yeah, like that Dragon Cancer is nominated. Yeah, um, a game called Orwell, Sea Hero Quest, uh, Blockhood, and 1979 Revolution. That's cool. It's cool too because what I love about like let's say the Oscars and stuff like that, and even the Emmy and stuff like that, is that it makes me go like, oh, I've never heard of these things. I should check them out yeah. now. And mm-hmm. with Game Awards stuff, it's never like that because you're, you're like, it's always the big games that you already know. So it's cool that they have they have categories like this. Did you see today, um, and I don't have the link in front of me, I'm sorry, but I think it was one of the big websites was saying that Ke- uh, Jeff Keighley, who created mm. the Game Awards, um, was saying that he's going to be trying to do, like they, they always reveal ga- um, trailers there. Yeah. Um, but supposedly in the wake of No Man's Sky, they're going to be focusing more on gameplay trailers. Yeah which yeah. I think is super smart. Uh, yeah. I know that we're going to see Matt, yeah. like uh, world reveal, world quote unquote reveal of massive gameplay, even yeah. though we saw it for the PS pro, yeah. which is weird, but yeah. like, you know, hopefully it's better than whatever they showed for the PS pro. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of going back to the Nintendo thing too. EA has said, one of our big games is going to be on the switch. I wonder. And considering when the switch is coming out compared to when a Mass Effect is coming out, I'm going to guess. And they supported Mass Effect 3 was on the, for the Wii, the Wii U launch. Yeah. 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 Uh, best independent game, Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Inside, Stardew Valley, and The Witness. Um, best mobile slash handheld, Clash Royale, Fire Emblem Fates, Monster Hunter Generations, Pokemon Go, and Severed. Uh, best VR game, Batman Arkham VR, Eve Valkyrie, Job Simulator, Res Infinite, and Thumper. Best action game, Battlefield, Doom, Gears of War, Overwatch, and Titanfall 2. Best action adventure game, Dishonored 2, Hitman, Hyperlight Drifter, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Best RPG, Dark Souls 3, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. So I guess... The Blood uh, the blood and Wine. Oh, Blood and Wine. It's a DLC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, World of Warcraft Legion and Xenoblade Chronicles X. Uh, best fighting game, Killer Instinct, King of Fighters, Pokemon Tournament, and Street Fighter V. Strategy game, Civilization VI, Fire Emblem Fates, The Banner Saga 2, Total War Warhammer, and XCOM 2. Uh, best family game, that's also a, a pretty cool category. Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Pokemon Go, Ratchet and Clank, and Skylanders Imaginators. Uh, best sports slash racing, FIFA, Forza, MLB, The Show, uh, NBA 2K17, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Best multiplayer, Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overcooked, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and Tom Clancy's Overcooked. Rainbow Six Siege. That's another shooter that came out this year was Rainbow Six. Did that Six. come out this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it came and out late I keep last year. thinking about going back to it. Because, like, I, I... 
It came out this year? It came out this year. Like I thought it came out in December of last year. No, it came out oh. the same time that like The Division came out. Mm. And they've supported it, and it's got like a real vibrant community thing mm. going on. And they, it, it's another game that also got announced for a season two. That's cool. Uh, they have a best fan creation category, which is neat. Weird. Like Project A2MR, Pokemon Uranium, Brutal Doom 64, Andreal, The Shadows of Order. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the Shards of Order, sorry. They have a lot of esports. So best esport player, best esports team. Trendy gamer. Best esports game and trending gamer. Yeah. Go yeah. vote Danny. Danny O'Dwyer. Yeah. Um, but very cool. Um, it, There's some interesting categories there. And uh, we might be able to get... Jeff on the show, Jeff Kelly on the show. So that'll be a cool thing. Yes. Get him, get him on here. Uh, but I think that's going to pretty much do it for th- this week's show. Yes. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, it's at talking underscore games on Twitter. Games at uh, talking is the email address. Um, my personal Twitter is at Bobby Shortle. Justin. I'm at Jero, J-O-R-O-E-K. Kelsey. Kelsamus, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. And um, we asked for listener questions this past week. We're going to be doing that. Um, we record two shows in the same night. So we're going to be doing those for the next show. That'll be out next week, uh, right at Thanksgiving. So that'll be like our Thanksgiving show. We are answering some listener questions. Um, we hope you're thankful. Yeah. <laughs> for us answering your questions. Please send them. Please send more of them. <laughs> yes. Keep sending questions. We want to do listener yes. questions every every week. We want to have like a little section for it every week. Um, so keep sending in your questions because we want to keep reading them and, and talking about them. And also, um, you know, we have some ideas coming up for like to get the community more involved in the show and for for us to, you know, get some more content and stuff like that. So we have things in the works. So look out for that stuff as, as we go along. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. Until next time, be good to each other. <laughs>